0: ladies and gentlemen as you could tell from the beginning of this episode it's a little different I didn't put that I didn't put a warning at the beginning of this episode I just started with breaking the silence by Queensryche because that's exactly what I'm going to be doing here I'm going to be breaking the silence on a lot of things um and honestly I really don't give a fuck I don't care who it pisses off and I got I I put this out there. Okay? I put this out there on my personal Facebook page because somebody decided to comment on my podcast page and go go hey, thanks for letting me know I had this liked. I'm unliking it, bud. And you know, I was like, okay, you got, I guess you guys still haven't gotten over it. that's fine. so I might as well tell the r- the real true story just in case anybody has heard any you know any discrepancies. And this is also for me so I can move on with my life and start to live a happier life and not live my live it in anger, which is not the easiest thing to do, especially if you know me personally. So, I might as well get started with the backstory and tell you how I met my two former best friends. And to start off, I'm not going to be name-dropping, so (laughs) even though I should, I just don't want to get in a lot of legal trouble because the last time I name-dropped somebody, they threatened legal action with me. By the way, I still haven't heard from you, fucking bitch. So, without further ado, here we go. I met Judas. That's going to be his code code name. Even though I shouldn't really give him a cool code name like Judas, but whatever. It's the first thing that came to mind. I met him, 8th grade year. And you know, I had been going to this middle school for a year. Didn't really, again, didn't really know anybody. Just kind of pout around with one per one or two people. Not really wanting to make any friends. And you know, I'm take I'm I'm an ADHD kid, as you guys could probably tell from re- um, episodes in the archive. I tend to bounce around a lot, especially with my thoughts, and. This podcast name should probably be called the ADHD podcast because that's all at that all that's all it is it's just random topics bunched up everywhere but I actually have like a timeline to go with here so 8th grade year I'm not going to tell you what fucking year it was cuz I I don't remember 8th grade year I meet Judas and another mutual friend whose name will not be named or given a code name Because he's in some really bad legal trouble. And I know if he's going to hear this, it's probably just me shit-talking him. Because that's how people are going to be. And I'm not shit-talking him because the situation that he's in is shitty. And I wish it wasn't as shitty. And I think that the justice system kind of fucked him a little bit. But that's, that's on me. Um... So yeah, 8th grade year. It's where it's where our friendship started to take mold and it and it was prevalent on the 8th grade Washington DC trip. We trashed this fucking hotel room that was given to that, you know, the school or donations and shit paid for or whatever. I don't know how it worked. Um, but we trashed this room Motley Crue style, and I got to tell you, the Washington, D.C. trip is an episode in its own. It's one of the greatest fucking times of my life, and it's where I had the most fun. Fuck, Di- fuck the Disney World trip. Sorry, Mom. It wasn't really it, – it was fun for what it was, but it would have been a lot better if we would have been able to go actually, you know, do some stuff that I wanted to do. Besides, just go to the uh, Star Wars exhibits and shit like that. But <laughs> hey, that's just me. But what the Washington D.C. trip—that happens. It's gonna be in a. It's gonna be its own episode. You guys are gonna laugh until you piss your pants hearing some of these stories. Um, and some that probably my fiance hasn't even heard, I and mean, she's pretty much heard it all, right? Sure, she's nodding her, she's doing her head in a circle, that's maybe, whatever, whatever. Um. So, yeah, the 8th grade DC trip, fun, Mold started to mold our friendship. Um, we didn't really get to hang out that summer before freshman year because he was working on his football that year. No big deal. And QN freshman year all right we don't we didn't i don't remember us having any classes together per se as freshmen i can't remember um because my brain is just so fucking joggled with memories and all that shit but i do i do remember we had uh no that that was sophomore year never mind um so yeah, freshman year, I don't remember... Oh, yeah, we did have one class together. And it was uh, the last last class. I'll put class in air quotes because it was study hall. Uh, the last class of the day. And this is where... This is where... <laughs> this is where me and Judas witnessed somebody... Wanking off and finishing on a school desk.
1: Oh. For the love of God.
0: Yes, that is right. We witnessed a dude beat his dick in school. And finish on a desk. The teacher's response to that, to seeing this. And I got to give props to this teacher. But I also got to give props to everybody else in the classroom. Because as soon as somebody was like, Oh my God, what are you doing? Everybody turns the fuck around, looks at this kid. And this kid just goes plop, 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 plop. Or just right on the desk, teacher. The teacher's like, and he had a stroke, so I'm not gonna make fun of him. The teacher was like, "You need to go to the office," and everybody's like, "Couldn't he have waited it till he got home?" Damn. And honestly, that's all I remember from freshman year because it, that was almost what. Uh, God damn, that was almost. Sh- Been graduated since, so, almost, what? Nine years ago? Just about nine years ago, freshman year? I don't know. Damn, almost a fucking decade. God damn. That's crazy. So that's all I remember from, no, I I can't leave freshman year without saying this. So... Judas was kind of my quote unquote quote unquote wingman for when I needed you know a a boost, um, somebody to be there for me to have the confidence to talk to girls that I liked. So it's homecoming. Everybody's asking everybody if they want to go to homecoming. No big deal, and I I wanted to go to homecoming, and I didn't know who exactly to ask except for this one girl who will remain unnamed because it's not it's not fair to for her to get dragged into this story uh that's going to end up turning into a full-blown war by the end of this episode. But I wanted to ask her to go to homecoming. And at this time, freshman year, I did not have the confidence that I have today. I don't ooze all this fucking charisma that I have today. I'm not, I wasn't the nicest kid in school. I was the quiet kid that everybody was like, one day he's going to come in here with a gun. Don't know why. I really don't know why. I still am baffled to this day why people thought that I was going to just show up and just go and shoot up a school. Uh, my anger was non-existent when I was on my meds. Thank you. And I don't know if I mentioned that. I was on a uh, let's see. No, that was in sophomore year Was where I was on a lot of medication. Um, But back to the story. I wanted Judas to ask this girl to homecoming for me because I didn't have all the confidence and courage in the world. And I and I was like, "Hey, maybe he can he can church it up a little. Make make me sound like I'm the second coming of like Jesus Christ or some shit. Make make me into something that he knows that I'm not, but it would be something that she would you know, kind of be into, and I'm not going to say, it it wasn't the world's most popular girl in school, I'll say that right now, and for those that know me, know who it is, so please don't send this episode to her, because I swear to God, if I find out about it, you're dead to me, I'm going to tell you that right now, because I do not want this person's name to be flung into this fucking shitstorm. Just stating that right now, for the record. Yeah, I don't want her to fucking have to deal with this shit. This is on me. This is all. This is all me. All the all the backlash needs to come to me, not anybody else. Because i I'm, I'm gonna name a couple more characters in the scheme of things, as we move forward. So Judas asked this girl for me to go to homecoming with me, right? And I was looking forward to this answer all day long, because I had asked him early on in the day, hey, can you ask her for me and tell me what she says? So we're getting ready to get on the bus to go home, and he stops me, and he's like she said no my heart dropped and at that moment all my sadness had turned to fucking rage and I was like what the fuck did you do what the fuck did you say that made her say no he's like it wasn't my fault she said and I found this out years later she said that if I would have asked her myself she would have went to homecoming with me if I knew then what I know now, I would have went to homecoming once out of my high school years. I never went, never wanted to after that. Um So, yeah, that was freshman year. Sophomore year that's where I'm I'm doped up on medication for depression. ADHD meds and for focus because my grades had started to slip and slip sophomore year. It's because I can't focus I couldn't focus so and I'll let you guys know the medicine that I was on. I was on Dexatreme for focus, Adderall for my ADHD. Inabilify for depression. And I got to tell you, that combination right there did this for me. Minus all the baby noises in the background, it was pretty much me being as quiet as possible. In sophomore year... Judas and I had math class together. He, he sat on one side of the room, and I sat on the other side. That's just how the teacher fucking had it set up. No, no big deal. And this is where I feel like we started to... I don't think we drifted apart, but it started that way, and it would keep going that way until um, junior year, where I moved away from Springfield altogether and started going to another high school. By the way, it's Springfield, Ohio, not Springfield, Illinois. I live in Ohio, just, just to put that out there. So in, in comes in Charles. I met Charles uh, in social studies class. I I don't understand why they call it social studies. You're not really socially studying anything. It should just be called fucking history class because that's all that was fucking taught. So I'm going to call it history class. In history, I met Charles in history class. And at first, Charles was a bit of a dickhead. Charles was a bit of a dickhead. Still is kind of a dickhead. but we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that here shortly. Charles Charles was a dickhead to me. And eventually it grew on me. You know, he would call me names. He would do shit to just piss me off. And you know, we we I don't know how the fuck we hit it off and I really just don't know exactly how Charles and I really hit it off. I don't know if it was our love for video games or what the fuck. But, no, I know, I know exactly the time and place that we hit it off. And it was junior year, and I'll get to that. So, Judas and Charles started hanging out a little more, I believe, in sophomore year because they had science class together. No big, no big deal. None at all. I wasn't mad because I can't tell my friends who they can and can't be friends with because that's just being a dictator at that point. So they started hanging out a little more. And during this time, this was at the height of my bad home life. So I was starting to drift away from these two. And, you know, and I was, and I would let the little things that, Charles would say to me, just get to me and just piss me off to no end, like I said. So, sophomore year, I can't remember a fucking thing. I'll, I'll just tell you that right now. Nothing really excited, exciting happened sophomore year. No fun stories, nothing. Junior year is where shit hits the fan. With me in my personal life. And this is where Charles and I grew closer, I guess and this is like, and I'm not allowed to tell the story like whatsoever, so I don't know how I'm gonna transition, but let's just say I came into school late, and there was a lot of personal issues going on, and um. He can tell that I'm just distraught, and I had all these emotions going on. I can remember it so vividly. I walk into the computer lab, and I'm just distraught. I'm frustrated. I don't want to really be there. I'm on probation for shoplifting, and I'm just—it's— everything is happening at once and it's on a, it's in a tailspin so i'm just sitting there and i'm like i and he comes up he we're sitting together because we're doing a project and he's like dude are you are you here and i was like what what do you mean here per se like mentally because no mentally i'm not here mentally i'm back at home physically i'm here but mentally i'm at home and he's like you want to talk about it and i was like honestly right now is not the time or place to talk about it when i'm ready to talk i'll talk to you about it if you guys want to like hear the story i i believe i again my memory's so fucked and i've done i think this will be 7 episode 17 or 18 I've done so so much content recently that it's not even funny. So I've probably told the story that I mentioned before back in, I don't know, episode two. If you guys want to go check that out. And that, once I moved, that's when all three of our friendships just molded into one. And it felt like we were inseparable. Everybody would be like, Oh, there's there's Judas Charles and I'm just gonna use my nickname and Baker, inseparable as fuck. They're always hanging out with each other. And what what the fuck else can you do? I mean and it sucked. Because I lived in Troy. They lived in Springfield. That's about a 45 minute to an hour drive depending on where you go, what you take. So junior and senior year were really just a fucking blur because they went by, it felt like they went by so fast. And this is where, this and this is where, you know, Judas would start to tell us about, like, all the girls that he's dating, what he's done with certain girls, and I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to go into that nitty-gritty stuff. But this is—that this is that subject right there will play into this big, just nuclear bomb of a 10-year friendship just ending— which I will get into here and I don't know, here here soon, I'll just tell you that, and so that happens, we graduate, I go to their graduation, they couldn't come to mine, because they had graduation practice while mine was going on, no big deal, not gonna, not gonna beat them up for that, but I went to their graduation, um, Couldn't go to their graduation parties because I believe theirs were the same day as mine. Or I just didn't have a ride. I'm just going to be honest. Just saying. So, Judas goes to college. I've already told you guys where he went to college. And that's... (sighs) See, I'm going to start jumping around here because I think it was senior year where Judas would go from one girl back to an ex, back to another girl, and back to an ex, where he would confide in me and ask, what what should I do? Because I miss so-and-so, but I really like being with the other person. And I would give him my honest opinion on it. I'd be I would be like, Okay, you've been with so-and-so twice now. What makes you think the third time around is going to make it work? And it never did. It never did. So, you know, and I'm here kind of alone in Troy. Everybody's on Xbox, and we would stay up so late after we graduated. So late. And we'd have the time of our lives. we make each other laugh. we make each other cry. we make each other pissed off. Well, not as much cry, but more of the we'd make each other laugh and be pissed off at each other, mainly me being pissed off at them for something stupid. So cue the move to Arizona. Cue that move. And that's kind of where our relationship, our fr- relationship, friendship, really solidified and that's when we became the Sons of Anarchy. Judas and I really loved Sons of Anarchy so our group chat was called the Sons of Anarchy or we just would refer to us as the Sons. So we could keep up with shit like that and this is where I'm gonna fucking just blast Judas here because We have tried podcasting together either two or three times, and it would always be the same result. Oh man, I don't want to do this. We're not getting the download numbers. I'm not having fun with it, blah, blah, blah. I don't have time for it, blah, blah, blah. That's fine and dandy, but to me, it was something that I wanted to do, and i couldn't and I felt at the time I couldn't do the cert, the certain topics without his knowledge and I'm not and and again. I can understand where he's coming from at the time in his life. He's got college. He's trying to be a video game streamer. And that shit took up so much time. And I wanted to get an episode out every week because as a new podcast, you got to put out content. You just can't go like, oh, I don't want to do it one week. Which I got to admit, I have been in a bad habit of doing because I'm so busy with work my backyard wrestling, as I've mentioned before. And there's just some days where I'm just like, I don't know what to talk about. I really don't. And I'll be honest with you guys, I really don't know what to talk about half the time. But, you know, and Charles, he was, he was there for me when Judas wasn't. He would be the guy that I would go to advice for or... You know, we just sit there and just talk for hours on end until one of us got so fucking tired that mostly me, I was the one that fell asleep on the microphone most of the time. I know that sounds a little gay and all that shit, but these guys, you guys have to realize, these guys were like my fucking brothers. They were my brothers. That's why I'm doing this right here, is to make them realize they threw away a brotherhood. They ended a brotherhood over a discrepancy of something so lame, so stupid. I mean... Judas was there when I had my first fucking girlfriend, and I future-endeavored the fuck out of her. She called me up, and I had found out that she was cheating on me. And she was like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I'm playing Xbox. What are you doing? Of course, I got short with her (laughs) because I'm like, I know what's about to happen let's just get there let's get it over with and let me pick up my fucking controller and go on with my life she's like well you seem to be in a mood and I was like yeah you seem to be liking a lot of dicks too And and Judas is just fucking laughing on the headset I had my headset on Judas is laughing in the fucking headset and I'm trying to keep a fucking straight face and she's like excuse me and I was like your sister told me that you were talking to other people If you didn't want to be with me, you could have just came forward and said so. So, I wish you good luck on your future endeavors. And I hung up the phone. Yeah. I said, I wish you good luck in your future endeavors. It's just how it is. But these guys were there for my ups and downs especially Judas with my relationships. And I mean, we would give each other advice. Sometimes I would take it, sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes he would take it, sometimes he wouldn't. That's just life. Life is a matter of opinion. It it all it it it, it is. That's the epitome of life. It's an opinion. You can sit there and you could smoke cigarettes you can chew tobacco you can smoke pot you can snort coke that's all your opinion you you like that stuff you like to do that stuff my opinion is i don't like to do that stuff i don't like to get fucked up every weekend and go to a club and go sleep with some random random person every weekend that that's just not me i'm not the party type I'm trying to think here if there was an instance. Um, Honestly, I don't remember there being an instance where we really... um, Let's see here. Where we really kind of like disagreed with whoever the other was seeing. I mean, I know that they had their thoughts and feelings on and I can't I can't name drop this person. I'll just say I've I had a long distance relationship after my first girlfriend. And they thought that that was kind of stupid. Like how are you going to meet each other? Like have you seen what she looks like? And of course my response was, "Yeah, we FaceTime a couple times. I know what she looks like, she knows what I look like." blah blah blah. And, you know, they had a strong opinion on that. I respected that opinion. Not really, because it's like, I'm trying to be happy. If it's with somebody in a state that's just up north, I can get a car. I can drive up there on a weekend after school, go up there and meet her. No big deal. That never happened no no big deal i'm not going to be i'm not going to beat myself up for it because what's done is done i'm with i'm with who i am now because i'm happy with who i am with right now and she's over there looking like she's about to fucking just cry because i'm mentioning all these exes and females true. I was going to get into that like later, but thanks for push pushing that issue. Um let's see. I'm trying to think here. Oh, no. I remember. I remember. Okay. So my first girlfriend in Arizona, I'm not going to name drop anybody here. In my opinion, she was a psycho. Bible-thumping bitch. I'm going to say that right now. She was, she was super Christian, and honestly, I thought that I was going to let that get past me, and Judas and Charles were like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't, you, your type does not seem like the religious type, and I'm like, Duh, you guys don't know her like I know her, blah blah blah. And again, that ended pretty fucking quickly, very quickly. Because when I, when my friends have a strong opinion on somebody, and I'm seeing the things that they're seeing, except for with my, with the instance on with my fiance right now, I might as well just get into that because she was the one that pushed it forward. I had a structure here, and you blew it up with dynamite. With, with my fiancé, they don't like my fiancé because I, I would get angry at my fiancé, and I have a bad way of communicating, like terrible communication skills. I cannot communicate why I'm pissed off or what's making me upset, etc., etc., and that and that's a fault of mine. But with my fiance, I painted her in such a bad light that these two did not like her and they had condoned me cheating. They they liked they accepted the fact that I had cheated multiple times because they didn't like my fiance. Is that right for friends to do? In my opinion, no. No. It's not it's not right for friends to let another friend cheat on somebody. No, that's let's, let's go let's go back. Let's go back. Because we can't we can't sit here and go immediately into the nuclear effect without getting to the final bits and pieces of the backstory. So My next girlfriend. These guys, like I said, we were brothers. We were so close that we would tell... Okay, so Judas and I were so close at this point that we would tell each other, like... Sexual shit. Not how big our dick is. Nothing like that. Nothing too fucking insane like that. But we would tell each other... Um... Like, our first places that we had sex. Like, I can't say where he first... The crazy places he's had sex with somebody. Because <laughs> I'm not going to go on the ultimate smear, smear campaign. But him and Charles were the first two people that I called when I received my first blowjob. And it was all just, oh, he got a blowjob! Holy fuck! All that shit, you know how they 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 would overhype some shit. Okay. And you know, at this point, I was focused on my job. They're focused on their shit, and we're in th- two different fucking time zones. So by the time it gets dark. Around like nine o'clock. It's midnight in Ohio. So they would all be asleep and I'm still just sitting here gaming do 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 bull bullshit like that. And I think that's what put our friendship kinda on the back burner per se. I mean, it hurt. It hurt me because I wanted them to come out and witness the state that is Arizona, witness the beauty of it that I got to see, and they never did because flying out there is just fucking outrageous. So, cue me coming back to Ohio. They were the first people that I fucking told. When I, knew ex- when I knew for a fact that we were moving and I was coming back, they were the first people that I told that I was coming back because you know what? I wanted to be close to my brothers again. I wanted to be in the same state as them again because I hated not having best friends in Arizona. I didn't make a whole lot of friends. I stayed indoors. Unless I had to work. I stayed indoors and I stayed to myself. People would ask me, hey, you want to go grab something to eat? You want to... I wasn't old enough to drink. I didn't turn 21 until I moved back to Ohio, so they wouldn't ask me to come drink. But I just didn't want to go over to anybody's house at all. And I know that doesn't really pertain to the story. It doesn't really matter. That's just a side detail, blah, 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 blah. But QB coming back, the first people I tell, the first people I hang out with, and the look on their fucking faces when they see me with my long Jesus hair, they're like, who are you? The West really did you in, huh? Really turned you into some surfer guy. And I was like, no, not really. I just really wanted long hair, and I'm finally able to get it because I'm not in high school anymore. And of course, they had all the Jesus jokes because in Springfield they'd have a couple churches with a statue of Jesus. Yada, yada, yada. We go back and hang out at uh, Charles's place. Oh. So we go back to Charles's house and we're having a good old time. No big deal. And I I remember the last time that we got to hang out before I moved and we had smoked some pot. I I admit we smoked some pot. Sorry, mom. It happened. There's nothing you can do about it now. Sorry, mom. Yeah, sorry, mom. We smoked we smoked some pot and we went to the Hibachi Grill in Springfield and it was a hell of a time. Oh my god. Uh Judas wanted to know if Asians have heightened senses for their lack of vision. Scarfing down fucking french fries and all that shit because we have the munchies. But me coming back to Ohio, that's where our friendship really just... I knew that we were going to stay friends for a lifetime. Well, at least I thought. But Judas and I would hang out more than we would with Charles, which kind of I mean, every time that we would try to invite Charles out, he he was busy. no big no big deal. Everybody's busy. It's life. Judas and I would go to Ohio State Buckeye games, and we would have a hell of a time. Last Buckeye game we went to, I think was army. Against Army? In twenty seventeen? Twenty sixteen? God damn, was has it been that long? Fuck. So of twenty out uh, uh, twenty sixteen. We we all went to WWE pay per views together, had a hell of a time. fucking giggle fest every time. We would we would we would hang out and do the dumbest shit just to make each other laugh. Just to make each other laugh. And the last time that we ever got to hang out, all three of us, before this big event happened, it was WWE Fastlane. And this is before my son was born, so we got to hang out. And we're having a good old time. And they're asking me questions about how, you know, how my previous relationships after Amber and I had broken up. How did those work out? What ended them? And I was brutally honest. I just didn't feel comfortable being with the person that I was with because they were talking to an ex. They were talking to an ex of theirs and I found out about it didn't want to tell the person until it was time for me to go see Queensryche and Kicks but again that's a different that's a different detail so so yeah and here com- and here's where we start to get a little strained a little bit after that um was where my fiancé and I would start fighting a lot. And I'd confide in my friends, like, what do I do? We're fighting a lot. Yada, yada, yada. She would even ask my best... my Judas what to do with me, because he had been around me more than anybody. And she would do what he said in everything. And we're still fighting. And I'm just... There are some things... I've called my fiancé a bitch. I've said that she's a terrible mother. To them, I've said a lot of things that I wish I could take back, and I don't mean because my fiancé, Amber, is a fantastic fucking mother. I'm telling you right now, I go to work for 10 hours a day, and she's with the kids from the time they wake up to the time that I get home. And by the time I get home, her hair's all a mess. She, Her makeup's half done. But the kids are taken care of. I forget where I was at. Oh, yeah, I was basically telling them that my fiance is a bad person and then cue me cheating and breaking up with Amber before my son was born. And they thought that they were getting me back, they were getting the old me back, but I went back to I went back to Amber. I broke up with the person that I was with. And and I might as well say it right now. I'll name drop the fuck out of this bitch. Her name is Ashley. I broke up with Ashley just because she decided to make a big deal out of something that shouldn't have been made a big fucking deal. She made a big deal out of me and Amber taking a picture with Theodore after Theodore was born. And I quote, the quote, the straw that broke the camel's back. Nice family photo you got there. Nope, nope, but I went back. I cheated they they knew about it. I mean, I had told them I had tr- tried to keep it a secret, you know, try to keep it from everybody, of course, secrets get out, secrets get out, or they get found out that's what happened in my case, so you know they did they didn't they understood why i did it but at the same time they didn't really like that i did it in the way that i did it so they were they were kind of pissed off at me about that so let's let's jump on the charles train for a second here and i know i'm contradicting myself but again my memory is shit So the ti- the timeline of events or sequence of events, will be is fucked up. But you know, at first they condoned my actions, and then later on, it get it got brought up, and it's pretty much a dead horse carcass at this point. It's been beaten to a pulp. It's been juiced. All the blood's been taken out. All the meat, the fucking skin the antlers the bones it's just a pile of fucking dust at this point that we're just fucking we're just fucking kicking around so you know i would go and and this is on me i would go a couple months without talking to them because you know they kind of seem uninterested in anything that i had to say some sometimes which is perfectly fine Um, so, yeah. But we're going to jump on the Charles train real quick. Because Charles isn't perfect. I know I've talked a lot about Judas a lot in this episode, but Charles is far from perfect. He lets a lot of things get to him when they really shouldn't. Like, for example, him commenting on my podcast page that he didn't realize he still had this liked and went to go unlike it. You could have done that fucking quietly for one. Um but you know Charles has a bad self esteem issue and he and he doesn't have any luck with the ladies unless they are from out of state or even fuck out of the country. Yeah, now's where I start to go for the low blow. He, he was dating this girl from Ireland. No big deal. But she would cause so much drama between Judas and him that it wasn't even funny. Charles had a tendency of blowing me off to go play with other people and not come invite me when I had the same fucking game. Charles would have a tendency. Oh, hey guys, I'm going to be on Xbox, but don't invite me because I'm playing with so-and-so. Okay, I guess we're losing our best friend now. Right? Guess so. How is that fair to us? We're your two best friends. One of us barely gets on Xbox because... We're doing college shit. The other one's on Xbox with you every fucking day. He would let people control him so much to the point where it started to piss me off and I'd poke fun at it. I would be... Charles would get in an Xbox Live party and be like, oh man, can't wait to see two minutes from now... You're going to get out of here and you're going to go play something with somebody else. It's just the way it is. So we're getting to the cli- we're getting close to the climax of this just nuclear bomb. All the pressure is starting to build. These guys wanted me to leave Amber, just leave high and dry, because I'm telling them, like, oh, she's starting to piss me off. I'm depressed. I'm stressed out. She's bugging the fuck out of me, blah, blah, blah. Cue me going into the hospital to go get some help. Now, this is the misconception. This is the misconception. The misconception from them... And people around them is that Amber was the cause of me going to the hospital. No. I'll tell you exactly why I went to the fucking hospital. You fucking idiots. Yeah, now I'm heated. Because I was reading a message from Judas' girlfriend. Yeah, I'm mentioning you now. So you're going to have to deal with it. This is my show. And you don't get to tell me what I can and can't do. I'm my own human being, I got my fucking rights, and I'm expressing my freedom of speech. Amber received a message from Judas's girlfriend, stating that I shouldn't mention her in this episode. So, Amanda, I'm mentioning you now. This is where you can listen, at the 56-minute mark. Tell Baker to not mention me in this podcast. Oops. My fiance's reply. The fuck you mean? You're the cause of it. And she, would, she went on this long just diatribe of everything, and she said that Amber was the reason why I went to the hospital. Do you want to know why I went to the hospital? It's because I wasn't feeling myself. I didn't want to get up out of fucking bed in the morning and go to work. I purposely got fired from a job and pointed out because I was so tired of being treated like shit at work, and then coming home and being stressed out about Bills, finances, kids, if I'm being a good dad, if I'm being a good fiance or not. And on top of that, my car, my car stops working. So I got to worry about that. I got to stress out about that. I got to stress out about having money for that. I got to stress out about having money for food. I got to stress about having money for fucking bills. And it became all too much. I was trying to please everybody at once. My fiancé and my family were getting into it almost on a regular fucking basis. Everything's all smoothed over now. But everybody was at each other's throats on a regular basis that I just wanted to end my life. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to end my life because everything all at once was starting to stack up. And my shoulders were starting to get a little weak. So I went to the hospital. And I got help, unlike unlike Joe Schmoe down the street who's going to sit there and have a self-pity party because, oh, nobody likes me. I'm so depressed. I'm going to make everybody else in my life so depressed and so, so just distraught. At least I went to go get help. I got help when I needed it the most. Yeah, Judas and Charles were there for me. What did I get? I got a fucking phone call. Yeah, on my birthday. Did you guys come out and visit me afterwards? No. No, you didn't. After you told me that you would, you never did. My door was always open, and I told you that fact. My door was always open, you would just have to give me a fucking heads up. But no, you know who was there for me? My friend Josh. Josh was there for me more than you guys were when I needed you the fucking most. That's why I'm making this episode because I'm, I'm pissed off and I'm irritated and I'm upset because I was pushed to the fucking side yet again like I always was. I was told by a close friend whose name will not be fucking mentioned here that you guys would constantly talk shit about me. What fucking friends talk shit about somebody when they're not even there? The fuck is wrong with you guys? You know who else was there for me when I was in the hospital? Well, when I came out of the hospital, all my wrestling friends that you think are that you think is stupid. Well, guess what, Judas? I think your political career is going to come crashing down very quick, and I think it's stupid. I think it's a dumb career. How does that feel? Something that I enjoy and you're going to call it stupid. You, Judas, you blocked me because we had a difference in music opinion. You blocked me for that. Just because I have a different music opinion. Just because I like 70s and 80s rock music and a a little 90s. You say that they're, oh, they're old, it'll never happen again. It was lightning in a bottle when I can't stand rap music. And people that know me personally know that I can't stand rap music. It's just in my DNA. I hate it. That's my opinion. And for you to say that my music is stupid, my musical opinion is dumb and block me for it because I was calling you out on your shit, that tells me exactly the kind of human being that you are. And for you to tell me that my wrestling is dumb. How is that fair to me? The people that were there for me when I was being mentally abused were pretty much abusing me at that point. Saying that something that I enjoyed doing was dumb. Saying that I'm not that good of a wrestler. Hey, fuckwads. I don't have proper training. That's why I'm getting it. So now that I'm heated... I might as well bring it up and wrap this episode because it's going a little long. So Q, I I, I don't know, what, four or five weeks ago? Maybe six? I'll say five or six weeks ago. I get a message, and it's from Judas. Hey, guys, I need to come to you in confidence, and I need to know some advice. Now here comes the stance. Guys, this is the stance that I've been talking about. And I'm like, okay, dude, what's up? And this is what I get from Judas. So, you know, I've been with Amanda for a little bit now, and she's great. But I have this coworker who I have a huge crush on, and she's the most beautiful woman I think I've ever come across. And so I started texting her yesterday and we were sending blush, fa- blush face emojis to one another in huge ass paragraphs. And I'm really digging this girl and I want to act on things with her like asking her to go out to lunch and take her out and stuff and stuff. to be honest. But I, I don't know how to let Amanda know that I've developed feelings for someone else. Like I talked to Christina at work pretty often but dating Amanda I never acted on anything but I really want to try with this girl what should I do not to mention she has a better job than Amanda more of an education Brazilian and she's 26 guys but looks much younger and graduated from Florida State and he would go on to send the screenshots of his conversation with Christina, send send a picture, blah 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 blah. So, I go ahead and forward this to. I go upstairs, and I talk to my fiance about it and go like, "What the fuck should I do? What should I even say? How should I respond?" So yeah, I sent I sent Amber the screenshots so she could send to. Amanda, because in my mind, Amanda needed to know that her dude was talking about some girl this way and going behind her back. That's my stance that ended a fucking 10-year friendship, ladies and gentlemen, all over a piece of pussy that Judas is just gonna drop three four months from now because he's gonna get bored and find somebody else and he's gonna do this shit again because he's done it time and time again and you know what Amanda you can listen to this part all you want because this is pure fucking fact he has went to multiple exes multiple times after saying, nah, this time this is it, I can't stand this bitch. But goes back to them two months later. Just saying, You're with this guy. I don't care. I don't care if you think that I'm just so bored that I have to that I have to talk about you guys. Nope, it's not the fact that I'm bored. Trust me, I'm far from bored. I'm quite bored. Busy Trying to succeed in life And not lie my way To do it Mic drop Get it Get it Because Judas is in politics Lying politics That went over some people's heads So I had to explain it So yeah one, I'm not bored I'm far from it And two, your relationship is so good now is because you caught this son of a bitch. You caught him red-handed. All because of me. You would have found out from the horse's mouth and he probably would have bullshit his way back into your heart just like he did now. But hey, that's just me. He thinks, he thinks another woman was more beautiful than you. And you took him back. And this is where I'm going to be disrespectful as fuck. If that ain't a stupid bitch, then I don't know what is. And I'm allowed to say what I want because your boyfriend disrespected my fiancé And now, we are even. Judas proceeds to tell me the next day that Amber needs to stop being a cunt and keep her mind out of her fucking business. When it was me the entire fucking time, jackass. It was me the entire time. I was the one who sent those fucking screenshots because of what you did. You were doing, Amanda Wrong and you knew that and you think that you were doing right. And Charles thinks that you're doing right too. Charles is up there, up so far up your fucking butthole, that he can pretty much come out of your mouth at this point. You could shit out Charles that he's so far up your butt. And that's ridiculous ridiculous you're gonna condone somebody cheating because he's oh he's your best friend but the fact that i do it and you got pissed off at me because of the way that i went about it really really next time you guys find a best friend don't use double standards so my stance is Judas was doing Amanda wrong and talking to another girl behind her back calling her the most beautiful girl she's ever seen has a better job and Amanda you took this dude back what the fuck that's so stupid in the book of dumb ideas that's on the top of the list That's like that's like Amber taking me back after I would go and, for example, fuck her sister. I wouldn't expect her to take me back. Because that's just on a list of bad ideas. Just saying. Just saying. So, once you get your heart broken, don't come crying to me. Because I ain't going to want to hear it. I ain't going to want to hear it. And you can block me on Facebook all you want. I don't care. I really don't have a reason to be in Springfield anymore. I really don't. I really don't. And and, and this is where I got pissed off. Okay. What I did to Amber and cheated on her twice was wrong, Yes. And I'm a man enough to admit that I did wrong. I'm not man enough to say, oh, well, I cheated because, you know, I wanted, I wanted to, I just wanted to do it. Or just give some bullshit excuse and say, oh, well, Ashley was prettier than Amber. She was this, she was that. That's dumb. That's, that's just putting somebody down. That's just putting somebody down. Honestly, Amber is the person that I needed at the right time. Still is, whether you fuckers believe that or not. You're just mad because your former best friend has a family and just doesn't have time for you. But back to my thing. Yeah, I cheated. But if I came to you guys in confidence and said, I just fucked somebody behind Amber's back I would want you out of respect to tell her and I wouldn't even get pissed off pissed off in the slightest of ways but the fact of the matter is the Sons of Anarchy the Sons of anarchy, is dead I'm putting it in the ground you guys didn't get you guys decided oh I'm just gonna take my ball and go home No, the Sons of Ann Snarky are dead. They're not getting back together. I don't want 10 years to go by and one of you fuckers message me and go like, dude, it's been 10 years. I'm done holding the grudge because that's all you guys are doing at this point. Charles, what you did a couple nights ago, that's still holding a grudge. That's still holding a grudge and that's what brought on this hour and probably going to be 15-minute episode. Because you decided if you would have unliked my podcast page, Charles, it would have been perfectly fine. I wouldn't have known about it. I wouldn't have given a fuck. But the fact that you made it known means that you're still harboring bad feelings. And honestly, you weren't even involved. You're mad. You're mad. Because because of me cheating, Amber got to, got the respect to have my passwords to my Facebook and get to see what we talk about. I don't give a fuck if you think it's an invasion of privacy. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. My actions are my own and I have to live with the consequences. I don't care if you think that. Oh well, Amber shouldn't be reading private conversations or in a private group. If you wanted them to be private, why not just fucking call me? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I she didn't. She didn't even want to read those. She wanted to make sure that I wasn't talking to anybody that I shouldn't be talking to, and sending anything that I shouldn't be sending. Plain it simple. I don't know what else to say about this issue I really don't the sons of Ann Snarky I will go to my grave believing that I did right but as of right now the sons of Ann Snarky are done it's over with it was a once in a lifetime, and it ain't going to happen again. And for those of you that have been sitting here and listening to this episode for a, an hour and almost 14 minutes, I apologize for yelling in your ear. I got heated. But I just wanted to put this story out there because the story must be told And as the old quote goes Keep your friends close And your enemies closer I'm Aaron Baker And I'm signing off But before I do that Fuck anybody That didn't want me to put this out there Fuck anybody that didn't want this story to be told Because this is for me Not for you you were you were a part of my life, and now that chapter of the book of life of the book of my life can finally be shut, closed, burned to the ground, built back up again with somebody new, and it's gonna stand tall until I die. And you will have to go to your grave knowing exactly what the. Fuck you missed. Ten years. Of friendship. Just went up in flames. All because of. Some girl. Like I said. You're going to have to go to the grave. Knowing. that That you guys decided to take your egos and go home. I'm Aaron Baker. I lost the game. And this has been The Bakery.